five techniques to minimize and reduce documents in your management system is what we're talking about in this video. If you've come into an organization that's overwhelmed with documents, thousands of policies and procedures, and the task for you seems to be massively overwhelming in terms of what you need to do to maintain this stuff, I'm gonna take you through my five techniques to reduce the number of documents that you've got to really get the most value out of what gets written down or what gets recorded for your management system. Let's go through my five techniques to minimize and reduce documents in your management system. If you've come into this organization, you're a little bit overwhelmed or if you've been given the responsibility for your management system and there's tons of documents, lots of policies, procedures, and you just don't know what to update, what to look at and what to maintain. The first technique is to look at the type of media that's going to be the most effective for you to produce. And so I'm a very strong advocate for the use of things like video uh, and audio visual techniques to actually communicate messages. And I see that as being a really efficient way to do something. You will get better engagement, better compliance, and it's gonna make your life much, much easier in the future. Technique number two is about keeping records and getting engagement. Can you use a chat group or closed forum group to communicate and absorb information in your organization? Now, here at Best Practice, we have seen higher, much, much higher levels of engagement and absorption of information and ultimately compliance, which is gonna, again, make your life easier and you haven't got all these documents to update. Technique number three, acknowledge competency. High level of skills and qualifications and experience, low level of documents low level of skills, qualification and experience, like no skills, high level of step-by-step -step instructions. I see in the preparation of documents, lots of how-to steps, how to do step A, B, C, D, E, F, G, but what the documents often fail to acknowledge is the level of competency, skills and training required by the incumbent of that position. And so you might have very highly skilled and qualified people in a position, but then you write them a step-by-step how-to and they don't read it, they don't follow it. You're paying them a lot of money with lots of qualifications to figure things out. They don't need a high level of detail in their documents and policies. Now, technique number four is really interesting. Uh, if you wanna do a little Google search after this video, go and have a look at the hierarchy of control. It's been used for many years in OH&S, but I think it applies everywhere in business in controlling risk. When we look at the hierarchy of control, policies and procedures are at the bottom. They're the least effective method to control risk and influence people in the business. Technique number four is really thinking about, can I engineer this process instead of writing down the steps so that the process flows the same every time? Considering can you engineer out in your organization a process that might be fraught with autonomy, where we've tried to use a procedure to control steps that people follow, and instead you could now consider using software to support how the business runs so that the steps are mandatory, they're mandatory fields and mandatory information, and it forces organizations to follow that set routine process. Technique number five is focusing on outcomes. What's the outcome you want from people? Now, the steps that you want them to follow might be documented in a procedure, but can you think about the outcome? What's the actual outcome rather than the individual steps you want them to follow? And so if you can think about the outcomes, measure the outcomes, track the outcomes, have people talk about the outcomes they're setting out to achieve. Again, you can minimize what gets written down by changing your focus to let's focus on outcomes. Don't worry about the procedures. Let's just ensure we're getting to the outcomes. And if there's something that's not right about that outcome, someone's getting something wrong, we'll focus on asking them the question, how could you improve what you do 
to get this agreed outcome that we need, whether it's customer service or OHS or safety. So to recap now, our five techniques are use effective media that everyone loves to consume. Recording video, you can record it faster than you can type a procedure. You can then post that video in your private secret Facebook group, which is giving people instruction and guidance on what to do. Facebook will then show you who's seen it. That'll be your training record, your training register, your attendance register. There might be some evidence you need to keep for a quality assurance audit. And more importantly, instead of having the hard copy that you've got to store, or the server that you've got to put on it, Facebook puts it up in the cloud and keeps it for you to go back and look at and check on. And you can delete it, you can add it, delete it, and you can change it as you need to, re-record it. And that's part of all of your updating and refreshing information, but it's gonna be there in the feed, on the timeline for people to consume when they can in their time when you want them to digest it. Technique number three, acknowledge competency. High level of skills and qualifications and experience, low level of documents low level of skills, qualification and experience, like no skills, high level of step-by-step -step instructions. But choose the media for those people. Technique number four is can you engineer your process? Can you have a software package to support your processes and what people need to do that gives them guidance on the next step and consolidates information? And technique number five is focusing on outcomes, focusing on success factors, focusing on the thing that we're hoping to achieve Previously, the procedure said step one, two, three. Now, with all of that in place, you'll have, and I'll guarantee it, an organization that is communicating, an organization with people consuming and absorbing the information and guidance. You'll have an organization that's simplified. It's not wasting money on stressing about updating documents and revision numbers and procedures and dates and all that crazy stuff. A lot less typing and a lot more communicating and effectively communicating with people. Now, if you want some more detail in terms of how to go about doing this, what are the absolute essential things that you need? We've got a free checklist that you can download for quality, safety, environment, and information security on our website. Links below in the description. Grab yourself a copy of that checklist, go through the checklist, do your own little gap analysis, and I'll see you right here next time on Best Practice TV. Bye for now.